Avalara proudly sponsors this podcast series about accountants by accountants and featuring some of the best thought leaders in the industry. Thank you to our sponsor, Avalara. Avalara's award-winning tax automation solutions help accounting practitioners and businesses of all sizes simplify sales tax compliance with real-time rates, automated returns filing, and more. Learn more at avalara.com. Hey everyone, this is Laura Lynn and you're listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly Accounting Podcast. More accountants than ever are experimenting and shaping our profession in new and interesting ways. On this show, I sit down with these rock stars to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, the struggles, and the strategies that they're taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Accountants can earn free CPE credit from listening to this podcast. Just download the Earmark CPE app in the App Store or visit earmarkcpe.com. Hello, everyone. I am Lauren Lynn Wilson. I am your host of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly Accounting Podcast. Today, we have guest Peter Wen, who is co-founder of Tally4. Now, he is the first guest I've had on the show who's actually on the software side. So he's a former, though, recovering CPA. So he's been in the industry long enough to know that it needs help. And so he decided to help by starting a software company, which is awesome. So it is a platform for tax prep automation. So Peter, just tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, we want to uh, automate the parts, the drudgery parts of uh, producing a tax return and, you know, maybe give a couple hours back to all the professionals because we know how hard it is, uh, you know, meeting all those deadlines. And we're recording, so it is September 19th right now. So we just got, I just got done with the September 15th filing deadline. And drudgery is the the best word to describe it. And then it's like, as soon as it stops, now we have another deadline. I have another deadline. And I took three days off and it, it wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think there should be a rule that everyone gets a week off after, after every deadline. And then you can maybe pick a deadline every week and then you're basically off all the time. So, and let the robots do the work. Yes, yes. And I did just get an email from Intuit, like one of their, because I use ProConnect. So they just sent me an email this morning that's like, get ready for for tax season. And I'm like, no, I want to cover my ears. I'm like, no, we're still in it. Please don't send these out. So who's ever in charge of their marketing on that, please stop doing that. (laughs) So one thing that we were talking about before the show started that we wanted to touch on was a current event because this is being released in kind of real time was the Figma acquisition. So Peter, you're on the software side. Give us your take on it. Like explain what it is because some listeners might not know what it is. So yeah, yeah. Um, You know, in the tech world, right, there's a lot of new tools coming out for different uh, professionals. So Figma uh, what Figma is, it's a design tool um, for um, designers to help, you know, bring their uh, bring their products to life and their ideas to life. And it's a, a completely cloud-based product. Um, so Adobe bought that, uh, announced that they are purchasing Figma for, you know, I, I think the number is like $20 billion or something around there. So uh, what that really shows you is that a cloud product, uh, right, is superior to a desktop product, even in something as advanced as, uh, you know, a design. Um, so... What Tally4 is doing, this is a little bit uh, 
um, well, our vision of is bringing the the ta- cloud tax world uh, over to to all you in the similar way that Figma brought um, you know cloud tax and uh, cloud design to Adobe. So I like to say uh, Figma is to Adobe as Tally4 is to Intuit. Oh. Uh, that's kind of the tools that we're building um, uh, for you all. Nice. Okay, so let's take a step back because I've I cheated. I went and listened to the podcast you did with um, Scott of Sons of CPA, but they've rebranded to Accounting High, and this was <laughs> that was released back in. It was recorded in 2021, and it was released in January 2022. Because it was funny, you guys were talking about like zero con and all sorts of things in it, but. In that, they talked about how you were originally a Japanese history major, and then you transitioned. So you can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, so my background is a little varied. Um, I, I came to become a CPA a little bit later in my career, and I did spend some time uh, in graduate school, uh, and I studied Japanese history. Uh, so I, I did not a numbers uh, kind of study for a while. Now, okay, so I'm the same way. I came to accounting later as well. My original major was political science. And I took that because it was the easiest major I could take because I was a softball player in college. (laughs) So, okay, so when though you'd made that decision, I'm going to be in accounting. Had you taken an accounting course yet? Uh, Actually, you know what? I don't think I did. You know, I took uh, a finance class and, uh, you know, math class, obviously, but no, I actually did not have an accounting class. That's, I was the same. I was just like, this is my future. This is what I'm doing. So, okay. So I'd heard in that other interview you did with Sons of CPA slash accounting high, that part of the reason you decided to go into it was kind of the steadiness of the industry. Now I have to ask, what was the time frame of this? Like what year was it? Oh yeah. Great question. Uh, so I went to school in Chicago, moved out here. I'm an East Coaster originally. Uh, moved, I've been moving across the country steadily. Mm-hmm. And I moved out to San Francisco, I think it was 90, uh, it was in 95, 96. So, you know, I'm dating myself here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I took some accounting classes uh, when I first moved here. And that's how I got hooked. Oh, okay. And then too, if I'm remembering correctly, were you working with, when you then like kind of officially entered the industry, were you with a nonprofit or am I recalling that correctly? Yeah, I did nonprofit accounting out here in the Bay Area. There's a lot of nonprofits that, um, you know, need really good accounting. So I did audit and, you know, I did audit tax for all different kinds of firms, including nonprofits. But that was uh, one way I started learning accounting. Okay. And then Again, I keep referring to this other interview, yeah. but then you, it. <laughs> I know, I'm, yeah, go, go listen to that other interview too. But then in 2012 was when you said you decided to join Zero, and part of that was because you went to a hackathon yeah. with your brother, who's co-founder with you of Tally4, and how, so when you made that decision, like, okay, I'm jumping from the accounting to kind of the tech side of it, how long had you been in the accounting industry at that point? Uh, yeah, I think I was uh, in for about 10 years. So I did my time of a good decade uh, of, uh, you know, tick tie calculate and, uh, <laughs> you know, reconcile this, that, you know, audits, tax, everything, uh, financial prep, financial statements, preparation. And then a hackathon, I like to say back then was the fight club of talent, right? The uh, The programmers are the guys with a lot of the, right, that innovate 
um, right, the new products in the cloud. And a hackathon was a place where you could socialize with people you didn't know, right? And what you would do is you go there and, you know, it was usually hosted by a company. And you go and you, you have an idea and you find like other people that, that can help you, right? Maybe you need a front-end person, a back-end person, maybe you need a, a domain expert. And you actually build a product in a very short period of time or a prototype you know, within that hackathon, which can be a day or maybe it's over a weekend. So I went to this uh, hackathon with my brother. You know, he is a, uh, he is a, a software engineer. Um, so he said, hey, this is fun, come do it. And what happened was I, I went and I met some early zero folk. Um, well, not, excuse me. I met people from New Zealand and they told me that zero was coming to the U.S., back in 2012. So that's why I was like, oh, no way. I kind of knew uh, about Zero from doing research on accounting software. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Um, and they're hiring. So I, I applied for a job and that's how I got started with Zero and, and left accounting. <laughs> okay, so it was 2012 when you did that. So was this position, like this is, what it is kind of the early days of remote work. Was this a remote job for you? Uh, no, it actually wasn't. They actually opened office in San Francisco uh, at a at a at a incubator. So they did have an office. So I did get to go in and work with that early team. That was okay. fun. Okay. And yeah. what exactly was your position there? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was the first uh, CPA hire in the U.S. And then with kind of my my strength and understanding product, I I was basically helping specify the U.S. features for for Zero U.S. as they entered the U.S. market way back then. Oh, wow. And so how long were you at Zero for? Yeah, I was there, I think, six years or so. And uh, yeah, we moved to, you know, we went from, you know, there was 10 of us at first and, you know, um, who knows how many when I when I finally left in 2018. Yeah, we had the Denver office and everything. So it was a really great growth story. Uh, and it was really fun to bring a cloud product to the to the profession and really change people, you know, change how people work. Now, okay, so pretty much after you, did you leave zero to start Tally 4? Was that kind of? Uh, yes, uh, yes, I did, because tax is a special thing for the U.S., um, right? Tax is, is a little bit complicated in the U.S. I think other countries have a little bit easier life of tax. Uh, so I saw the need for the tax side of the house, right, the professionals, to have a better cloud tool. That's why I left and started Tally 4. Now, was it when you, like, you at some point you approached your brother and was like, hey, I have this idea for a software company. You want to do this? And he was just like, yep, let's do this. Or how did that, how did that come about? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great question. Um, he was like, how do you spell tax? Or isn't tax a dirty word? Why should I be doing this? <laughs> um, so, yeah, for a, non, uh, a non-expert in tax, tax is, is a little maybe uh, run from tax. So it did take a little uh, convincing that this is a, a need that uh, professional, certain professionals need. And after a little cajoling, uh, we had a, uh, <laughs> you know, over Thanksgiving, uh, we had a prototype in place. And, um, you know, our customer, our early kind of uh, prospects loved it so much. We're like, hey, let's, let's uh, go full on on this. So that initial prototype, was that just built by you and your brother? Did you have any outside engineers? How did it, how'd you get yeah. from zero to one? Yes. Uh, no, uh, you know, I did a little coding myself. I learned a little bit uh, from all those hackathons. Uh, but obviously my brother's uh, the, the architect of all of it. Um, yeah, so it's, it started out with us 
the just the two of us, and now we have a team of about uh, 10 uh, individuals across the globe working on this uh, wonderful product. Avalara helps businesses of all sizes get indirect tax compliance right. Their sales tax solutions help you manage sales and use tax complexities while lessening risk for your business and clients. Whether you're a small business or a global enterprise, Avalara can help you deliver tax compliance services confidently and efficiently. Over 30,000 organizations across the globe use Avalara's cloud-based compliance solutions to solve transaction tax compliance needs, including sales and use, VAT, and other direct and indirect taxes. So when you... Who, like, how did you find your first beta testers? Who were these first people to try it out? What softwares were they in? Like, tell yeah, me. My, yeah. My, my guinea pigs. Thank you all. My guinea pigs. Yeah. You know, building software is not easy, right? And and we want to listen to the customer, right? That's something uh, I think Zero did quite well. Uh, and that was part of my job at Zero. But really understanding, not just from my understanding of how, you know, my colleagues work, it's really to understand the nitty gritty of how how they work so that we can make the best product. Um, yeah, so my guinea pigs, obviously, I just went, I went to, you know, a lot of my, my network from, from my days at, uh, you know, at Zero and said, hey, you want to try this out? So there was uh, Jay Kimmelman, was one of the first, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of others. And yeah, they started, they told me what was good, what was bad, and we improved on that. When did it, so did that initial prototype launch in, what year did that initial prototype launch? Uh, yeah, uh, 2019 and 20 was kind of the ideation phase. And then we've been in market for two seasons now. So how did COVID kind of affect this? Did you, was there a quicker adoption? Because people are like, oh crap, yes. needs cloud. Or tell me about that period of time in your company. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, obviously COVID shook up everybody. Uh, I think it shook up the accounting and tax world even more because they, I, you know, I think they're a little bit, lagging in terms of work work from home. So it was really a it was a wake up call, right? For hey, how can we work from home? What are the tools we need? What are the softwares we need? So it was very beneficial for Teleford to have uh, have a cloud product for the tax professional. So that did help us in the early in 2020 and 21. Nice. Okay. So we've kind of talked like broad like Teleford does these things, but I want to talk more at like the granule level of what Tally4 actually does. And so give me your elevator pitch. Like if you, I'm a CPA, you meet me at an accounting conference and I'm like, oh, you work for Tally4. What's Tally4? Yeah. So Tally4 is a, a ledger in the cloud uh, and we've picked the ledger to automate uh, the different processes. So it's a jumping off point of automating the tax side of the house, right? Bookkeeping, client accounting services, has their cloud tools, right? They have zero QuickBooks online, you know, the practice management tools. But the tax side of the house have been kind of left behind, right? Tax tech is uh, less sexy than accounting tech, and it's less sexy than fintech, I guess, right? So if there's a hierarchy, the tax guys uh, and gals have the, the, you know, they're last in some ways. So we are building from that ledger as a jumping off point, a, a way to automate income tax filings for business returns and eventually for tax planning on the individual level as well. So I like to say we're a tax advisory platform, um, 
But we're, you know, that's where we're starting with with that rote automation for the data. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I were to walk through, and we'll just talk on the business side first, and we'll talk to the individual yeah. side because those are like those are two different beasts, yes. kind yes. of. So if I so functionally, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is my understanding of how it works. I have my clients' data in yeah. QBO, all right, all their books. And there is a direct link integration, correct, between the accounting software and Tally4. Yes. So I, and I'm sure there's, is there some type of mapping that takes place as I'm exporting it from the accounting software to Tally4? Yeah, that's exactly the flow. It's very simple. We uh, import from all the accounting packages into it, a QuickBooks desktop as well, Excel, real estate, general ledgers, uh, intact, you know, kind of going up uh, to, to bigger GLs as well. We want to be a neutral importer of uh, all different kind of accounting data. And then, yes, there's mapping. There's uh, really fun tools. We can help you map it. Drag and drop uh, is coming soon. Uh, you can kind of you know, basically reorder your chart of accounts uh, for the tax return. Uh, but we also have some magic, meaning templating. We can actually do it automatically for, for, for the accounting data. We can either do it as a template or, of course, as a roll forward, meaning we'll roll forward a prior, uh, something else to be done. So we, we, we take all that manual drudgery maybe you've been doing in Excel or maybe you've been doing it in a desktop product, and we've now kind of cracked it open to be neutral and vendor, uh, vendor agnostic. And that allows professionals to be on one platform and they can bring any data. They don't have to turn away a customer because their data is a little bit different. And then we, we start to memorize and automate that. Okay. And then so I import my data. And then within that, I can do kind of those AGEs, correct? Yeah, yeah of course. Yes. Journal entries as well. We, um, yep, journal entries. And then, you know, make your what I call the tax view and then get that over to the return. Does, because here's a question. Do they do, does it support M1s? Yes, of course. Of course, M1s is is one of the key, uh, the M1 adjustments are one of the reasons there's books, books attack, right? So that is exactly what we we, uh, we help track. So here's another question, because I'm, of course, thinking like functionally what's going right. on. When I'm doing the journal entries or AGEs, are those automatically pushing back into QBO? Or is that something that then I have to take that and manually enter it? Um, in the accounting software. Yeah, currently we don't uh, push back. Uh, that is a feature that is on the roadmap uh, that we do want to uh, make it easier for for you to push data back to both uh, to the accounting systems. And then does Dally4 do consolidations? That's a uh, big one. Yeah, we don't yet. And that is also something that I want to solve. I've, I, I was actually a consolidation accountant for, for, for a good number of years. So I understand the challenges of that. And, um, you know, our approach is that we have the bones for that, but um, that will be coming later. Now, what is Tally4 replacing in the sense that people who've come on to Tally4, what were they using prior and how much time were they spending? <laughs> yeah, um, so they might have been using Excel, doing pivot tables or hand keying stuff in. They also might have been using something like uh, CCH engagement, Thomson Reuters engagement, some of those uh, right work papers, products that are associated with that tax product. Um, so what Tallyfor has done is we've taken that one component and we've moved that to the cloud. And we've done that. We we chose to do that because 
that's the strategic jumping off point, what I call for automation, right? We don't want to look at all the transactional data. That's what the bookkeeping is for. We want to take it at from the trial balance and then automate from there. And then I can talk about how we how the different directions we're going from there. But those were typically are the products that our early users are looking to replace and augment. Yeah. So when I first started, I started in 2013 and I was on CCH engagement and I, the, the time it would take to do the export AGEs, hand type it in. So an average business return, this would be like a simple one was six hours. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I full disclosure use (laughs) QBO pro connect now, but I mean, pro uh, QBO has prep for taxes, which is essentially what you, you built. Like, you know, with that push, but being able to have it in the cloud, not have to do these exports, these imports, and then being able to do this automatic push, that average time went down to like one to two hours. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to say something crazy that maybe you you may not believe me, but I actually think that you can get it down to uh, five minutes. Um. Because why not, right? Why, what, what is taking the, that extra hour? Yes, maybe there's some thought in, in those journal entries, but typically a business, uh, you know, the structure and challenges are the same year over year. So that's where that memorization and roll forward is is so key in, in tally for. Uh, I'm not saying, right, uh, yeah, if you have those reasons for two hours, but, you know, our goal is to to automate it such that it becomes in the minutes so that you can actually accelerate your whole practice. Yeah. Now that you said that, I'm like, why does it take an hour? I'm like, fixed assets. Getting, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I mean, can you automate this? Trying, because you have to get all those new fixed assets into the schedule and then you have to do the depreciation schedule. And then from that, you're doing the AGE. So that can be time intensive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, obviously there's different components to every kind of tax return. So uh, I, I think for the simple ones, two to five minutes is, is what I've heard some of our customers saying. I actually didn't believe one of my customers saying I could do it in two minutes. I'm like, no way. <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> I won't say that in my marketing. But uh, um, but yes, uh, every component, you know, again, maybe taking a step back, right? It's, it's all data. It should be it should be automatic. The computers should know all of this. So I think the challenge here is they're disparate uh, products, right? Your fixed asset product might be coming from the tax products. So as we kind of bring all the components into a cloud-based system, uh, I, I think uh, even the complicated returns will get faster. How does, on just the business side, how do you account for, because I have some like partnerships and the really naughty S-Corps who have rental real estate holdings. Are you able to do like a buy property important to there? Yes. Uh, we have, we're making it better. We can do it kind of under the hood. Uh, we are making uh, the multiple property import uh, yeah, beautiful. That, that's, uh, that's also something that people spend way too much time on. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like to the point where I will not work with real estate investors <laughs> anymore. Really? Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Well, no, yeah. see, that's, that's the, right, we don't want you, a professional, to kind of have to say, hey, this one's harder. I want to turn away a client, right? The, the technology should make it smooth so that you can actually say, hey, I want this client because it's it's one I can specialize in. So we want to flip that script in your head and for you to accept those clients. Yeah. Yes, I would love that. 
Did you know that 52% of accounting practitioners, large and small, still rely on spreadsheets and manual processes for sales tax compliance? Why not move your accounting practice to the 21st century using Avalara for Accountants? The Avalara for Accountants automation platform helps accounting service providers of any size grow their service offerings with sales tax prep and filing, transfer pricing, research, business license management, and more. Scale your practice efficiently with award-winning automation that brings efficiency and accuracy to sales tax compliance. Want to learn more? Email accountants at avalara.com or visit avalara.com. Um, okay, so then here, like just on the, the technical side, how does the import, because okay, we have the information in Tally 4, it's correct, we're ready to put it in the tax return. How does that like export upload process, does that just vary from software to software or, or is it the same? Is it a CSV? What is it? How is uh, the data moving? Yeah, it varies by product. So, uh, and that's, uh, that's a little bit of the work that we've done is to kind of uh, standardize, you know, how it gets looked, you know, how, standardize basically basically that process. So for, for users of Telefor, they don't have to think about it. So we've solved that for getting it into uh, the format that's needed. So I use ProConnect. How does it get over? Uh, yes, ProConnect. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it's a very embarrassing to say, right? ProConnect is a cloud product. And right now, we just have a report for the ProConnect users. Uh, but we do have many ProConnect users that are, are still finding uh, time saved and organizing the data into that. And if you all uh, want to make noise over at Intuit, we are looking for them to open up an API. So um, please make noise. Do you think they will? Like, why have they not? Are they just being selfish? Uh, um, you know, I, I don't have any insights as, as to uh, why or why not. All I know is that I, I want it, and I know my customers want it. So, <laughs> um, you know, building technology is hard. So maybe there's a maybe there's a reason that I don't know about. Okay, awesome. So I want to now talk about the value add for individual returns. So what can Tally 4 do for like, cause let's say I'm a 1040 shop. Let's say yeah. I don't do any right. business returns. I'm just strictly 1040s. How will Tally 4 help me with those? Um, so we, uh, we announced a tax planning product for the 1040. And what that is, uh, is a way to estimate your taxes and being a cloud-connected product, now you can estimate your taxes with live data, wherever it comes from. So maybe it's coming from right, other, other income, from a, a real estate you know, investment, or maybe it's coming from a 1099. Uh, and maybe you have an app for 1099, right? Estimating that income. So we'll now aggregate that over into a 1040 and then give you a, a really beautiful tool to estimate that tax for your client. So you can sit down with them every maybe quarterly and say, hey, mm -hmm. this is what your tax is looking like. Uh, and we're, we have some really nice tools on how to visualize and communicate that to your customers. Does that mean pretty charts and graphs? Uh, more than that, not just charts and graphs. We've innovated uh, what we call Teleflow, and Ooh. it's a map of uh, where the, how your tax uh, comes to be. Is so is this um is this just at the federal level or does it go down to states? <laughs> I can tell you're a CPA. <laughs> they, um uh yes, we will do the states. Obviously the federal is the first one, uh first most important one off the off the boat. Uh but yes, the state um 
calculations are important for planning, and we do want to be that sophisticated in planning states, as well as cross states, as well as allocation. Um, one of the tools that we are building is what I call to break the K1 logjam. <laughs> no one can see my face. My face is just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, you're probably, I just made that name up, right? K1 logjam, right? You're always waiting for a K1 from uh, right outside CPA, from the accounting world. And that's, we've identified that as one of the major, uh, you know, um, one of the major guys that's clogging up the, the tax flow, right? Is that that dependency on knowing of a K1. So what Tally Force built is we actually can kind of pregame a K1. So we can actually estimate K1s off of the cloud accounting data and then run it through your allocation table and then actually throw that out to your individuals. So we can actually use that live data to build a better tax planning scenario. And that's just one data point we can do, right? We can pull from Gusto uh, and kind of monitor payroll as it comes through over the year. Oh, that's super cool. So when is this rolling out? Because I went to your website and it's like coming soon, put in your information, but give us yeah. give us a date. Uh, yes, we hope to have it ready for next, uh, in next uh, early next year, but don't quote me on that. Uh, as a product guy, I was never supposed to give a date out, but I just did for so. I'm officially quoting Peter. He said it will for sure be ready January 1st, 2023. So, okay. So for tax planning right now, I use Holista plan. So would you say like, is that, would you consider them a competitor or how, how have you used it at all? Like, do you know how the products would compare? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with all the tax planning products out there. Um, yeah, I think um, we'll, we'll give a little bit more advanced kind of live data. We'll give some some more visualizations, some more roll-ups, uh, that K1 kind of a live live logjam log breaker. Um, so we really want to bring the data to the fore uh, and then give you the professional way to communicate, right? I think communication with your clients is a challenge that I've always had as a CPA, right? You know, clients may not know, they may not know, want to know the detail that you know in your head. How did it get there? They want to know an actionable, you know, actionable uh, thing to take, right? How much do I owe? You know, how much, what should I do to reduce my taxes? Um, so we'll give some more actually easily communicated tools uh, for you to kind of smooth that communication with your clients. Is this also going to have in it any like, suggestions like you know your client owes this much but we see you didn't you know you haven't contribu contributed to retirement or hsa is it's going to have like hey have you thought about this is it going to go to that level yes absolutely so once you have the data you you can uh, kind of suggest uh you know i don't want to say planning strategies but you know what what can you do to uh, you know reduce your 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 tax. That's your job as a professional, is right to guide your clients. So we want to give you a tool to kind of expose that data and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. One thing I've learned is, like, I've I've had to humble myself in the sense that, like, we're we like to use big fancy words, and clients don't care about the big fancy <laughs> words. They care about uh, data that we can convey to them that they can act upon. And so, is there going to be like? when you present this information, is it going to be presented in accountant speak or is it going to be presented in client speak? Uh, 
No, it will be actually a little bit of both, right? There's a, there's a complex uh, right, expert view. So you can know how those numbers are derived with full confidence. And that's what we call our tax map or tally flow. But for the customer, it's almost like Google Maps for, for the tax code. Just imagine Google Maps, right? You've got a search bar, but then you can zoom in and out of your destination. So we'll let you zoom into a very simple communication into, for your client. But if you want to zoom out and, and see how you get, got there, we'll give you that tool as an expert. So it's, it's a little bit of both. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. So then you've, what is the largest like firm that is on your platform? Yeah. Like, uh, in terms of clients, like how many clients do they have? Oh, actually, yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of gauge a firm by how many partners, um, you know, are, are in the firm. Uh, and initially, you know, we had the one partner, solo, solo practitioner, five partners. Uh, we're starting to see the kind of 10 partner level firm kind of pick up our product. So we're around kind of that market size at the moment. We do think we even go further up uh, full on into the top uh, 20 kind of firms. Is then, because you're working, that's a pretty wide range. Like a solopreneur can have like me, yeah. like 50 and the 10 plus partners, that's thousands. So do you get different types of feedback from kind of those different sizes or are they telling you the same thing? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think there's a core feature set that everyone needs, right? I think tax, uh, right, work papers. I think uh, how to kind of bring on the supporting documentation of how those those numbers were were supported. I think the tax world has been relying on audit-heavy tools for too long, a little bit of overkill on some of that tax documentation. So there is a core feature set that we we've identified. You know, the bigger firms obviously need maybe more integrations with their other products, right? Um, so that's really where you start getting to the enterprise grade level. I think there's really kind of two levels of product. One is, you know, up until 20, 30 partners, and then there's a true enterprise level. So it's a little bit different on the big, the big end. So then like kind of the future roadmap for your product, who are you building it for? Well, yes, it's really for, for, for the small, medium and then the enterprise kind of takes an extra layer of maybe additional sophistication, uh, but it's really for the full kind of CPAs and tax professionals. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, so when, like, when, when will you feel like your product's complete? Like, when would you oh, get yeah. to a point? What does it do when you're like, "Wow, we're just going to maintain now"? Or do you think you'll never get well, there? <laughs> Well, uh, how long does it take you to read the tax code? I guess all of the time. <laughs> um, Every night before I go to bed, I do. That's just like my <laughs> my sleepy time reading. It's your sleeping pill, right? It puts you to sleep. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of product to build. You know, I, I do think you know uh, we'll spend a good couple years to really solidify the core automation. Uh, I think we've got that roadmap pretty uh, defined. You know, it depends on the complexity of that 80-20 rule, right? 80%, if we could hit 80% of the problems that you all are kind of running up against, that'll be where if I can make you happier, you can go to a soccer game uh, and do work from the bleachers instead of having to be in the office. You know, that's, that's where I think is our measure of success is the end customer, you, the CPA, the tax professional, if you feel like you're more flexible in your in your life, work-life balance, 
you're getting more work done with less time, uh, I think that's when I can, I can say, you know, we've done something for the profession. So then for 2023, yeah. big, big things are, which I think is going to be huge for people, is the tax planning and vis visualization because I hate most products. And then is there anything else big coming out in 23? Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot to chew off. So I think um, you know to bite off and, and and build, but that'll be our core our core stuff in twenty twenty three. And then and, what what comes after that? What's okay. next? Well, we uh, I would love all the viewers here to come come uh, engage with me. We'd love to hear what you'd like to be built. Uh, you know, I do have a very talented team, a technology team here. Uh, it's just the start. Uh, there's obviously a lot to build. Um, so please, uh, please, uh, find me on LinkedIn and I'd love to hear what, you, what, what, um, what, what you think is a problem in, in producing tax returns. I'm going to, I'm going to make that a tweet and I'm going to at you and I will see <laughs> how many responses we get. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so this, then these next couple of months, are you going to, are you going to be at QuickBooks Connect, that's coming uh, up. Yes, I will be there. Uh, we don't have a booth, but I'll be around. So uh, please come find me out on LinkedIn. Let's uh, meet up. And uh, I will be doing also a little bit of Zero Roadshows and a couple other events. Could I talk you into hosting a wine and cheese get together at QB Connect in Italy? Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. So then I guess my next question is kind of talking about like direction and growth of the company is, are you, are you going to be doing any like fundraising soon? Are you self-sufficient? Like how does, how does capitalization look for you guys well, in terms yeah, of growth? Yeah, we're actually raising funds now. So if you are interested in, in investing, um, you know, we are raising uh, our seed round now. So Ooh, cool. And then too, like kind of circling back to Figma, are you guys ever, if you ever were to do an acquisition, what type of company would you acquire? Well, or that we would acquire. Well, you know, I, I don't think, you know, I don't think we'd acquire, we like to build, you know, I think the technology that we can build today are, are way more advanced. Um, you know, the cloud moves every five years and the type of technology. So yeah, I'm not looking to buy any, any, I, I'm looking for good engineers. <laughs> Good engineers. Are you finding them mostly domestically or or internationally? Uh, it's global. Yes, the globe, the marketplace, obviously global, uh, and it's really it's really nice to have a global team because you get the best talent. Uh, and what we've done, just to maybe go in a little bit of a side, is right. Who would want to write tax software? Right. I think engineers want to do something fun, cool and fun. But it's really uh, we've. Game, I don't want to say gamify, right? We've made it as fun as a game to the program about because it's, it really is just, it's, it's numbers and data. So if you think of a video game, right, that's a bunch of, uh, it's a bunch of numbers running around the screen. So tax is not that far off, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So if you then, my last question, if you being a, a prior accountant, you did your, you did your time, now you're on the fintech side, what would be one piece of advice you would give accountants today as someone kind of outside looking in, but who's been in? Like, what do you, what are you seeing accountants struggle and spin around with? Like, what would you tell them to do? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very grateful that I'm an accountant because, uh, you know, money and talking about money and value for business is really the core 
of everything, right? It runs the world. And being able to be conversant and knowledgeable about how that fits into the world and business is, is extremely important. You know, uh, so I encourage everyone to think like that, right? And, you know, maybe accountants um, don't know how to communicate that, right? Or maybe they're more on the analytical side where they're thinking about it. But really, the confidence of what that means, that's why I became a CPA. My, one of my professors said, hey, the world runs on money, right? And money, if you can communicate how money is counted and how it affects a business, that is a skill that is invaluable. And I found that to be true. Um, you know, just because I went to software doesn't mean that's not true anymore. So that's why I want to kind of bridge those worlds and build a tool so that you can take that information and even be more of a rock star. So you are a rock star and you can be even more of it with better software. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, Peter, it was so great having you. Thank you so much for such a great conversation. If people want to find you, you mentioned LinkedIn, like give us, how are all the ways people can connect with you? Yes. Uh, you can find Tally4, uh, it's Tally4 on LinkedIn. Um, you can also find me, Peter Wen, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, and we are on the Twitter as well as Tally4. How active are you on the Twitter? Because that's where it, that's where it goes down. <laughs> well, yeah, and Reddit, right? So, <laughs> thanks. Um, yes, we uh, we're active there, and we will be more and more so because that's really where a lot of people uh, are talking and finding ideas about about tax. So, tax Twitter hashtag tax Twitter. Yes, and what's your Twitter handle? Is it at Tally4? Yes, it is. Okay, and just so if if you aren't watching the video version of it, it's T A L L Y F O R, right? I got that right. I'm like reading it, but double check me. <laughs> that is great. And you can find me as always on the tax Twitter at Lauralyn Wilson, or if you're on TikTok and you want to see what kind of content I put out to small business owners, I'm at the Not Spicy Accountant. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Peter. And thank you everyone for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you.